this morning we're going to celebrate Sukkot. Sukkot. And Sukkot is coming this year, Monday. In the evening of Monday, September the 20th through the 27th. And it's going to commemorate all of the sustenance of God over Israel in difficult times. How God sustained Israel, the Hebrew people, through the desert. And that is the festival of booths, the festival of tabernacles, remembering and celebrating, commemorating Yehovah Yairah, this provision God provides. God provides water from the rock, manna from the morning dew, quail in the evening. God provides. God provides. And when you remember that God provides, it is easy to forget in abundance who's the source of the houses you did not build, the vineyards you did not plant. God provides. Sukkot is an opportunity to remember that. You should remember that every day you wake up, every day you go to work. The stock market has bull markets, bear markets, bad weeks, good weeks, bad cycles, down cycles, up cycles, static cycles. God provides. How would you ever know God provides if, you, if you're never in a position to be provided for? Things happen. God provides. So you trust in the Lord. That festival teaches that. Sukkot teaches that. The provision of God. Climate change. The corals are being dissolved by too much salination, salt, and heat. God provides. Things shift. You want to blame man when things go wrong, but never give God credit when things go right. When things go right. Did you give God glory when things went right? When you got hungry, you were praying to the queen of heaven, wanting to go back to Egypt. Go back to where you thought your bread came from and it comes from God because you turned from God. So he took the bread away. Then you turned to the mobster who said, I got you. You turned to the dark side when the power is with the light. Even the dark side knows that. But you're too dumb to realize what even the dark side knows. Because you are deceived. Then you trust in your chariots, your arms, and your women, and yourselves, but not in God. You'll trust in a politician, a corporation, an athlete, an actor, but not in God. But not in God. Don't you see how dark and nefarious and insidious you are? You don't, and you're worse off than what I know. Trust in God. Do we accept God for the good and not the bad? He's there for us. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will be with you when you pass through the floods. When you go through, I will be with you. He's also the God in your misery, not just in your victory. He's the God in all circumstances to sustain us. How would we ever know? If we don't go through a difficult period, this COVID pandemic, you've gone into a period, an exodus. You are now an exilarch. 
not an oligarch, an exarch, exarch. Out of exit, you are now a representation of what God can do in your exodus and your pain. But do you cry out to him or curse him? They didn't cry out to him, even when God told them, even when they were praying to the wrong gods, false gods. Did they still cry out? No, they're angry. You're angry. Blaming God instead of calling out to him. You call out to anybody but God. Why? You continue to trust in anyone but God. Why? Are you not grateful for his provision? You look at the agricultural productions in the world. California produces the almonds for the world. China, garlic. India, rice. United States, soybeans. Indonesia, palm oil. Go down the list of all of these countries uniquely providing for the entire world. And yet there's a famine. Yet people have little because men mismanage their resources, manipulate it, and use it to control the flow of water from the Colorado River for the control of political power, thus using antiquated laws and water rights to stranglehold the states. That's been happening forever. Damming up rivers to control the downstream villages. Philippines, bananas, Ethiopia, sesame seed. Japan, flour and wheat, Mexico, beer of barley. What about beans? Russia, wheat, Bangladesh, jute, Vietnam, rice, Egypt, oranges, go figure. Turkey, flour and wheat, Iran, watermelons, really. Germany, wheat, Thailand, rice, United Kingdom, anything? <laughs> Beverages, distilled alcoholic. <laughs> That's why they rape the world. See, they don't really do anything, provide anything for the world. They got to go and steal it from everybody else to rape them. And that's what the imperialist colonists did. France, wheat, Tanzania, cashew nuts, Italy, tomatoes, South Africa, mace, mice, not mace to spray people, M-A-I-Z-E, Kenya, tea, Myanmar, refined sugar, South Korea, beverages. Colombia, bananas, Uganda, maize, maize, M-A-I-Z-E. Funny word, isn't it? Spain, wine. Argentina, cake, soybeans. Sudan, sesame seed. Afghanistan, I thought it was opium, but it says grapes. <laughs> Canada wheat, Poland wheat, Morocco tomatoes. Angola, bran and wheat. Uzbekistan, grapes. Mozambique. Raw sugar, Malaysia, palm oil, Peru, grapes, Nepal, fruit juice, Yemen, onions, Madagascar, beans, Cameroon, bananas, North Korea, nuts. They are nuts. No wonder they produce them. Australia, wheat, Taiwan, bran and wheat. Sri Lanka, fiber crops. And then we talk about manufacturing. And what do you see in manufacturing? United States and China. China doubled the manufacturing in the United States. And then you go down the list of the other countries and their export power and their ability to produce and manufacturing the world total. 
28% of the manufacturing made in China. United States, 16%. Japan, 7%. Germany, 5%. South Korea, 3%. Everybody contributing. Everybody coming together to contribute for the entirety of the world's provision by the hand of God. Everyone's got something to offer, something to do. What do you do? What's your contribution to the kingdom of God? What's the role you play? Are you the one providing the nuts or the fruits? Are you providing the beans or the rice? Are you providing the oil or the wheat? What are you providing? How do you participate in the feeding of your brothers and sisters spiritually? We have a role. God is a provider. He has not left this world. Every seed bearing its seed of its kind. God provided the grocery store in Genesis. And now man has lack. If man has lack, it's because of him. That's on his back. The planet produces. The birds are fed. The well by the plankton. The fish of the sea. The insects. They pollinate. What are you complaining about? Because you can't stranglehold the world's resources to withhold them from others in need. To use them as a control mechanism for your diabolical evil schemes your greed and your selfishness, then you want to blame God. In an indirect way, I guess you have to blame mankind for climate change. And that's exactly what you've been doing, using the climate to give people change. Pennies, alms please, alms. Tossing pennies, using the climate to manipulate the change. Ain't nothing wrong with the climate. It's the men in it. That are the problem. The world's fine. It's you that's not. You see, God has set this thing in motion. In detail. You can't wreck it, but you can sure deprive men, as God told Job. What does your righteousness do for me? You can't add any righteousness to me. I am righteous. What does your wickedness and your sin do? You can't take from me. and I'm already perfect. So your good acts can only affect your fellow man. And your bad acts can only affect your fellow man. That's why Jesus said, when you've done unto the least, you've done unto me. You can't starve heaven. You can't make God go hungry. And you can't fill his bounties with an overflow. You can only affect your brother, your sister, and yourself, your fellow man. But in your arrogance and in your pride, you shake your fist at a God you try to hide from, but you cannot hide. Where are you? Repent.